Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Redeemer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning and welcome on this very special day as we celebrate the anniversary of Father Everett. I don't usually preach from both the epistle and the gospel, but today they share a similar story. The love of God, the strength of belief, and the power of the Holy Spirit that works within us. In a moment, I'm going to share some small parts of several people's stories about their strength and courage and faith in God's blessing. I believe that these are wonderful examples of what Jesus came to teach us about the love of God and the blessings we receive when we believe. But first, a little bit of background. Today's gospel reading from John is a very familiar story of Jesus feeding the multitude and the miracle of unlimited food from five barley loaves and two fish with some left over. When I was young, I remember being amazed at this story. And now that I'm a lot older, I'm still amazed when I hear it. But now I see the feeding of the 5,000 more from a spiritual feeding than the actual physical feeding miracle. Jesus gathers a crowd on the hillside and in essence tells them about God. God's love, God's hope for us as mankind, and how we are to care for one another. Similarly, as the gospel goes on, how Jesus walks on the sea during a storm, frightens his disciples, and as he nears them, instantly they're on the shore. Perhaps Star Trek or Star Wars going into warp speed. Again, showing the power of Jesus as the Son of God, all-powerful yet all-caring. And then Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, written during his time of imprisonment. My favorite part of Paul's letter begins at verse 16 that reads, I pray that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you, may be strengthened in your inner being with power through the Holy Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Jesus was always teaching his disciples He was continually challenging them to look deeper into his parables that he told, to listen to his teachings to the people, to watch and behold his healings, to see his caring for humankind that his father created, 
and so to be prepared to carry on after his death and resurrection. Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit in his disciples to carry on. We too are his disciples with the same Holy Spirit within us and the same charge to carry on his ministry, to teach others about the love of God. Now to the several occurrences and stories of special people I want to share with you. First, I want to share a little of Mia's story. Mia is Linda Volpe's granddaughter, who's been treated for bone cancer for the past three years. Mia had her eighth grade graduation in May. Much of the last three years has been lessons on computers at home with some teachers visiting and a few hours of school when she's able to see her friends. With all the health issues she's encountered, she's been on the honor roll. But the part of Mia's story I want to share is not about her cancer, but about her strength, her stamina, her positive attitude in the face of extreme trauma, and mostly her belief and faith in the healing power of God. What an example she is to follow. This young lady has withstood all the medical treatments that she's faced, and the results are very positive from the recent tests. I believe, and I know that Mia believes, in the power of prayer and in the faith of God's healing power. Mia, I know that you are watching us, and I want you to know that we here at Christ Church stand by you and stand with you, support and love you as you go through your last preventative chemo treatments. You are in my heart and our hearts always, and I ask God's blessing to be always with you. And my friend Jeff, who's a little more than halfway through his incarceration period, Jeff calls me almost every week. We share letters on a monthly basis, and I'm now able to visit with him. Jeff has one of the most positive attitudes of anyone I know. He's rededicated his life to Jesus. He attends chapel multiple times a week. He studies the Bible. I send him homilies to read and study guides to work. When he's not working in the tool shop, he's reading and studying the Bible to become a better human being. We talked two weeks ago, and he told me he is asking for God's guidance on how he can take what he has learned to help others when he gets out. And just as important, how he can help others while he's still inside. He's taking baby steps with his new ministry to share the good news of Jesus Christ. My role is to lift him up, but he lifts me up every time we speak with his positive attitude, his refound faith, and the love of our long-term relationship and friendship. I think about the many churches and facilities in Tulsa and throughout the nation and the world 
here locally, Vernon AME Church, Iron Gate, John 316 Mission, Mother Tucker, Salvation Army, local churches including ours, the list is very long, who serve the homeless and the needy with food, shelter, clothing, training, to help those who desire to have a future life with the Holy Spirit guiding them and the love of God with them. And lastly, I come to Surfside, Florida condo building. I've prayed each day for the survivors of the victims who perished in that tragedy. I read each day about the hundreds of response team individuals from Florida, all over the United States, and from other countries who rushed to the collapse site to assist, first in rescue, then in recovery. I watched the video the moment that a period of silence was held for those responders and the families of the victims to go from the rescue phase to the recovery phase. And the tears that the responders and family had when that difficult call was made. Yet the responders immediately went back onto the pile to help the survivors with closure by recovering the bodies of their loved ones so they could be buried. And their careful recovery of valued sentimental items as a remembrance of their loved ones. Those responders, their dedication and their love is the focus of their work. Going back to Paul's letter, I focus a little more in on the words, let Christ dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I think of the many people throughout the world, the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, who have and continue to work so diligently to save lives from the coronavirus and now the Delta variant as it starts to spike. I think of the rescue workers who uncovered and removed thousands of tons of concrete and reinforcing steel to recover those 97 who are now with God in heaven. I think of the doctors and nurses, scientists and engineers who continue to search and for solutions to multitudes of diseases that affect not only the old but also the young. I give thanks to all the volunteers and churches who feed the hungry, shelter the homeless, care for the underprivileged. May God's blessings be upon each and every one who cares for one another. In our everyday lives, we need to take some time each day to give thanks to God who created us and who sent His only Son to teach us the love of His Father that His Father had for us. And we need to share that love, caring, compassion, hope, instruction, and fellowship with one another to all our brothers and sisters. I bow on my knee before the Father, from whom every father and family in heaven and earth takes its name. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray that according to the riches of your glory, you may grant that we may be strengthened in your inner being with power through the Holy Spirit, and that Jesus Christ, your only Son, may dwell eternally in our hearts through faith as we are being rooted and grounded in your love.
I pray that you grant us the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth of your goodness, mercy, and love. And that we may know deep within each of us, in body, mind, and spirit, the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge, so that we may be filled with all the fullness of God and continue as your disciples. In the name of your Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.